welcome back to episode 15 of the Mythology Central podcast. My name is Owen, and today we are going to be telling the tale of the Sword in the Stone from Celtic mythology. I'm sure many of you have heard this, and I am very excited to tell this tale because it means that later on I'm going to be able to tell the stories of King Arthur. Well, without any ado, let's get into the episode. It was Christmas morning and the squabbling barons and knights who had been fighting since the death of King Uther Pendragon had gathered together in the great Church of London. They had been summoned by the enchanter or wizard named Merlin. He was a mysterious figure who had become King Uther's chief advisor, although no one knew how. None of the barons or knights knew why they were there until they went out into the churchyard. There, they saw a mighty greatsword sticking through a metal anvil into a huge block of marble. On the stone, the words, Whoever pulls the sword from this stone is the rightful king of all England, were engraved. Every one of the knights and barons thought that they were ready to be king. However, every one of them tugged on the sword, and none of them could budge it. At last, they all gave up. But a few days later, it was announced that on New Year's Day, a jousting tournament would be held. There would be feasting and battles. Afterward, anyone with a claim to the throne could try again to pull the sword from the stone. People came from all over the country to compete in this tournament, all of them wanting a chance to be king. And among them were a knight from the North Country, Sir Ector, and his sons Sir Kay and his young brother Arthur. On the day of the tournament, Ector, Kay, and Arthur rushed to the tournament grounds. However, Kay was so excited about competing in his first tournament that he forgot his sword. He didn't realize his mistake until they reached the jousting field, where he panicked when he remembered. He sent Arthur running back to the lodging house where they were staying, but everyone was out and it was locked up. Kay had a nasty temper, and Arthur didn't want to disappoint him. So when he was headed back to the jousting grounds, he passed a church where he saw a sword sticking out of a stone. He quickly pulled out the sword and took it with him. As soon as Kay saw Arthur holding the sword, he knew that it was the sword from the stone. He grabbed it and took it to Sir Ector, saying, Father, look! I have pulled the sword from the stone. I must be the rightful king. Sir Ector took Sir Kay and Arthur back to the churchyard. Now, he said, tell me, Kay, how you got this sword. Kay opened his mouth to speak and suddenly felt that he couldn't look his father in the eye. He knew that he could not lie, and he told Sir Ector, Father, my brother Arthur brought it to me. Sir Ector turned to Arthur and asked him how he came by the sword. Arthur said that he hoped he hadn't done any wrong, but Kay had forgotten his sword and he saw this one sticking out of the stone. He only borrowed it. Saying this, Arthur put the sword back through the anvil into the stone. Sir Ector proceeded to seize the hilt and pull with all his strength, but the sword would not budge. Sir Kay then tried but the sword also resisted him. After they both tried, 
Arthur took hold of the sword, and it answered to his hand, sliding out of the stone like silk. Seeing this, Sir Ector knelt down before Arthur. Father, why are you kneeling? Arthur questioned. But Sir Ector looked up at him and confessed that I am not your father. Although he treated you like a son, he told Arthur about how he was brought to his door one night as a baby in the arms of Merlin the wizard. He also told Arthur that he now understands that he must be the son of King Uther Pendragon, and th therefore the rightful king of all England. And so it was that the boy Arthur, not even yet a knight, who was acclaimed as the king of England by the people, for no other than he could ever shift the sword from the stone. King Arthur ruled with Sir Kay at his right hand and with Merlin at his left, and he married a beautiful woman named Guinevere and established his castle at Camelot. He also founded the Order of the Knights of the Round Table, which led to the many tales and adventures of the Knights of the Round Table, many of which I will explore later on. On that note, now ends the Celtic tale of the Sword in the Stone. However, there are still many amazing tales to come out of Celtic mythology, along with many other myths from many other cultures. I hope you enjoyed, and please check out next week's episode.